This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Happy Halloween, trick-or-treaters, dreamers, campers, suspects, deadites, and friends till the end. It's your boy, Michael Myers Rothman. What you're about to hear is a clip from our latest installment of The Rental, which finds your Halloweenies locked in the classroom coat room, where they bide the time discussing Frank Logologia's 1988 supernatural mystery film, Lady in White. It's, it's ripe for the season. It's a very beautiful Halloween movie. And if you're thinking, ah, I've watched too many of these John Carpenter Halloween movies. I need something new. Here you go. It's, I think it's on Tubi. C- certainly streaming on, on, uh, on any of the, the networks out there. So you'll be able to find it. But how do you hear this full episode? Well, you're going to have to become a member of our Patreon, The Rewind. Uh, You can find a link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash Pod. In addition to this episode, you're going to get hundreds of hours worth of content uh, with uh, episodes just like this, in addition to commentaries. In fact, we just recorded our Friday the 13th, the final chapter commentary, which uh, we're unlocking tomorrow for Friday the 13th. Uh, which then you can go back and listen to Friday 1, Friday 2, Friday 3. Have a whole Friday marathon. I mean, this is the shit that you get in the Rewind and uh, what you should be unlocking yourself if you're a true Halloween. Anyway, enjoy this little clip. Hopefully you enjoy the full episode and uh, I'll be seeing you around so I can give you one more scare. So that's the actual specific legend tied to Rochester, which obviously... I think, you know, Loloja growing up there would obviously know. And in June of this year, they actually dedicated a historical marker to the white lady in this park. Whoa. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is like super funny What's to me. What's the park called again? Durand, D-U-R-A-N-D, Eastman Park. Durand Eastman Park. I, I yeah. wish Rochester was closer than it is to me. It's like eight hours, seven hours and 30 minutes away. <laughs> you want to go so, see this thing? But this I mean, is I, it looks really cool. Like, I mean, I, I get very just... Super fall vibes watching this movie, yeah. and it looks like a place I, I would want to go. There's a day 
they erected a statue you said or just a mark it's like a it's like a you know like one of those historical metal signs that's just like in the park and it just oh, says I'm, the white I'm looking at it right here yeah yeah cool. the white lady grieving woman's ghost and her wolf-like hounds appear in the night mist searching the roadside for her lost daughter <laughs> it's just like a cardboard cut out of mona from who's the boss from the movie <laughs> like, although i was like leaning against the sign yeah yeah but yeah but it's like it's like a uh, publicity still from who's the boss not not even <laughs> she's like in her pantsuit tony she's Danza. like she's like the other lady in white <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. i am looking here though so in during eastman park apparently every year someone will hang like a lady in white kind of mannequin from the tree it looks pretty Ooh, freaky yeah, so that's that cool Creepy. love that it uh, you know what's funny is i'm thinking now because you're right about oh every you know maybe it didn't originate in rochester but like every country every region has some yeah variation on it what i remember is i'm a big washington irving fan love going to sleepy hollow which is close mm. to me it's only like a half hour train ride love reading the story legend of sleepy hollow and part of that is ichabod crane rides by raven rock which has a woman in white who right, was yeah. lost and lonely and froze to death and like whales on that night so i'm assuming that probably came from this same archetype also yeah. i want to say you you with the whole like uh essentially haunting men specifically in that area and making them feel uncomfortable I am leaning absolutely more towards that third explanation, right? Mm-hmm. Of the the marauders or whatever, because like, why would yeah. she be singling out guys, right? Unless that was yeah. kind of more so probably what was going on. Yeah, it may it makes sense, you guys. So just you know, keep your distance. <laughs> keep your Don't go out. in there Watch after out. night. Even though there's historically nothing to back this up, <laughs> they can't find any record of this lady with this very unique name. But you know what? I just. I don't even care. I I think that it's just so I love going to towns like this, right? And you find oh, these yeah. like local legends and like find like every town has a story like this. And yeah. especially when you're growing up in something like this, like I can just imagine, you know, little little Frankie going and like careful <laughs> the lady in white'll get you and just that's I just I love that. So it's so cool to, to know that like he made this movie and that it was such it's just something that was so close to his heart and his upbringing and it makes so much more sense knowing this now watching it um just every everything about this movie and the decisions that he made knowing how closely this was tied to his own life and upbringing totally when i think that's what makes it's funny because i don't think the movie is perfectly plotted i think there are some it's a little too twisty sometimes i do think some of the the reveals don't quite work but i still love it and it's because you can feel his heart seeping into everything. Like even, yeah. even just the fact that we see this family that is so much more colorful and unique and fleshed out than you would see in any other horror movie. Even the bully is like, everyone has multiple sides to them. Like no one's just like a cliche of the archetype they're playing. And I think a lot of that is because he based it on people growing up. He based it on himself. He went to that town. I mean, it really just feels authentic in a way that so many genre movies, uh, don't yeah mac what were you gonna say well no i was just gonna agree with you like the whole thing of about funding it themselves is that they didn't want anybody putting their hands on it and changing things and that man that really shows through here and usually you know i'm more of a proponent of like not necessarily big studio interference but you know someone coming in and saying hey maybe trim this down a little bit but Mm -hmm. i think that uh has got a great eye i think i i do feel uh there's deleted scenes that that kind of pad some of those things and make it a little bit more 
flowy, I guess, is what is what I'm saying. Have but you watched the deleted scenes? Because I, I did I today. I'll, you I did. Can, okay, I can go over that too if you want. Hit you up point. in yeah, a few yeah. categories. Um, yeah, I, it's it's funny because I know this is not a popular opinion. Look, sometimes the studios are right. Like there have been plenty of times where yeah. studios have intervened and were like, yeah, you know, and I think made it a better movie. I'm glad they didn't have to contend with that for this film. Yeah. Yeah, so they, I mean, going into it, they, oh, and sorry, Rachel, were there any more, go, uh, any more paranormal uh, facts that you want to share or origin stories? This was voted Best Local Urban Legend in the City Newspaper's 2008 Best of Awards. So Who wins that, though? The, Who gets the, it? The lady. The, 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 lady, lady gets the it. white lady. <laughs> lady in white. I didn't he know. He shows I, up every year and accepts the award now. <laughs> I just read in totality for the first time scary stories to tell in the dark like mac i know i had oh, talked really? about individual stories with you know I, I like knew some of the stuff in it but i never like sat down and read the books back to back yeah yeah and i had no idea that they were like collected folk tales like alvin schwartz doesn't even oh, say yeah. that he wrote them he's like oh i compiled them because he's like a folklorologist or a folkologist however you want to say it and it's interesting i don't think he had a lady in white specific story but there are a lot of stories that feel similar to it and then he has like all the explanations and where he heard these stories in the back. And just talking about what y'all are saying about urban legends and whatnot, it was so fascinating. I'm like, oh, he like he's like, yeah, I heard this in the pub in Dublin in 1981, yeah. and I and then I heard another variation on it. And so I, I am fascinated by how all these kinds of tales and mythologies circulate. Um, but I, I did not know that about scary stories. I just thought he wrote them. Um, but that's also like the interesting thing is like a lot of these stories, you know. You have the same story in California as you do in Florida. It's because, you know, a lot of these stories started overseas before they yeah. even came to the States. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then it just spread. And so every version is a little different. And But it is, it's just cool that these stories are have continued to be told. Yeah. And even in today's day and age, mm-hmm. where we have all this technology and all these things that could just, you know, poo-poo these, this folklore. People still believe. They still oh, yeah. want to believe, and they still tell these stories, and they still try to spook you. And people get scared by this stuff too. And it's just wild. I don't. I wonder what it is about human nature that makes us continue to want to, you know, in the face of every bit of evidence, just not, you know, want to believe that this isn't real. You know, like want to believe in the folklore. Oh yeah, and the uh, ghosts and whatnot. It's just. I, I think too. I mean, I feel like the technology is actually enhanced some of this like you have like creepypastas and slender oh, totally. man and yeah. you're like oh yeah. that those are i mean even more widely spread versions of all this stuff a force for good and a force for evil yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean like for better or for worse some yeah. people take it in a bad way and yeah so i mean with that's with anything right yeah 